0: Welcome to another playoff preview edition of the Hoop Scoop. My name is Nate with my pod pal Phil.
1: What does it do, baby?
0: And today we got some August playoff basketball to talk about. Can I entertain you to some August playoff basketball, Phil?
1: You could definitely entertain me with a lot less than that.
0: Yes. Well
1: I would rather be watch I could be watching Summer League right now and it'd be fine.
0: Mm, fair enough. RJ could have his,
1: his like nine turnovers his first game. I'd be I'd be content.
0: We're really being spoiled this summer. But yes,
1: and will be spoiled for a long time until this schedule kind of recenters itself around the normal schedule, if that's what they even do, you know. Precisely.
0: Well, we'll go over every single. To be fair, we'll get to it. it. This is more so just a first round preview. We'll do it round by round. Look at every single. Right no, preview. I'm just saying,
1: like NBA schedule wise. Oh yeah, no,
0: for sure. Yeah. Like
1: eventually, like they might just keep it the way it is. Yeah. Hopefully, this is all summer baseball. <laughs> summer basketball is a lot better than
0: baseball. One, one step at a time. No. Full throttle. <laughs> Well, we'll go over every first-round series, make our predictions. Some will be talked about more than others, but it'll all be in good fun. I'm ready to talk about offs First,
1: it's been a first while. we want to go over a little coach change, Rooney.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we, we got to do the, the formalities. We'll talk about the three irrelevant teams that obligatories. have obligatories. coaching slash front office changes. That's the Bulls getting rid of Boylan, getting rid of GM Vlade, and gentry departing from the pelicans phil do you have any sweeping statements i don't want to spend too much time of it on it do you have sweeping statements on the three departures
1: to be honest not really there it's not even splash moves because it's like if you ask someone i mean if you ask someone that knew what was going on they would probably first thing off the bat they would say is one of those three things or not really the vlade thing but the coaching changes yeah you know? mm-hmm. it was either it was either going to be those two or it was going to be um Whatever his name is in Cleveland. Don't even remember his name. Biggerstaff? Yeah. No, not Biggerstaff. The guy they got rid of. Oh, uh, be- I, I already forgot. b
0: Still there.
1: Might be. Bayline
0: Yeah, Beeline's out.
1: Yeah, I forgot about it. Just <laughs> you just knew these things were going to happen. You just didn't know when. Yeah. yeah. You got any hot takes on the Kings?
0: Uh, the Kings are the Kings. You know,
1: they're dysfunction personified. <clears throat> I heard the, they're calling Scott Perry's name. Apparently, they want him back. And I don't think the Knicks would be very much have a problem with that.
0: Yeah. Well, the the one thing, I think the Boylan one, people knew that Boylan's days in Chicago were numbered. There was talk about whether he was going to be able to be ousted just due to financials because so many teams have so many financial question marks going forward. Oh yes, I would like to say something about that.
1: But, I mean, that's kind of it's here. It's rather here nor there with the a yeah, lot yeah. with the draft and the,
0: all the money's going around. Yeah, interesting there, point. There's a lot of financial flux going on. So that was that was the yeah. question mark boiling. But he ended up believing with the Gentry one. The only thing I have to say about that is people weren't sure what was going on in New Orleans. There seemed to be rumblings that Gentry wasn't going to be there for long. I think that was more a product of David Griffin, the GM for the Pelicans, deciding. If I'm gonna be the general manager here, if I'm gonna make the decisions, I want my guys. My guys, yeah. Yeah, you know the these GMs, the, the shelf life isn't. Everybody talks about coach firings. The shelf life for GMs, you know, it's not pretty either.
1: Yeah, it's not that so, sturdy.
0: So if you come into a new situation, especially for a team that's young, that hasn't done a lot of winning recently, that isn't really contender in the moment, you don't wanna you don't wanna go down with guys that you didn't even hire. You wanna you're go not riding with the ship. ship. Yeah, you wanna yeah. yeah. You want to yeah, go yeah, down? Yeah. You want you want full. So, anytime there's a head coach on a non-winning team and their new GM comes, the coach is gonna be is gonna have a short leash. Yeah, for a few games,
1: even first few months.
0: No, it's just yeah. I th- I I think Griffin probably looked at this year as Pelicans. The only way Gentry is probably gonna stay is if the Pelicans really overachieved and. They didn't. Right. They probably ended up underachieving, actually, given the yeah. People
1: had some lofty, but I mean to be fair, their team is not that good, you know. It's not. Like, it's not. It's it's Zion and Brandon, and then Derek Favors barely played. JJ Redick was very, very good, surprisingly. You know, which out of nowhere, surprisingly, we knew it was going to be good,
0: but that's very, very good. Yeah, no, there's a lot of holes in that team, but yeah. Well, that's enough. Pelicans, Bulls, and Kings. Let's that's talk. yeah. That's that. Let's talk about the teams that are playing. We'll go through each series, make our picks, talk about what we're watching for most. And... Do you
1: want to go west and east, top to
0: bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's we'll, we'll start with the east. We'll start with the east. Sure. We got two two probably of the most boring seasons. I'm uh, boring series. We'll talk about. Yeah, first. we can kind of just wipe these, wipe but them under the rug. Let's get Bucks Magic first. Phil Purely was...
1: hypothetical. If Giannis was from his headbutt headbutt gate if he was out for maybe two games of the series, would it be a little interesting?
0: More interesting, but I wouldn't call it interesting.
1: All right, but just saying. Probably, like I,
0: probably less interesting, actually. There's a, That's true. That's fair. But there's a
1: world where the Chris Middleton-led or Eric Bledsoe-led uh, Milwaukee Bucks lose two straight to Orlando. There is. There is. Well, I just think the series would be interesting at that point. They'd be kind of theoretically back against the wall or they could realistically simulate it like their backs are against the wall.
0: Fair. Well, the the headbutt didn't didn't pan out. We got Giannis. What's your pick? Is there anything you're interested in watching?
1: The Magic box. I mean, I'm only going to watch it out of pure boredom, but I don't know. I mean, basically seeing how Eric Bledsoe kind of works himself out as that third-ish, fourth-ish option depending on the night. Because, I mean, Brook Lopez is I mean, probably, I'd say 50-50 shot. It's either Lopez, your third option, or our buds on any given. It's, I don't know. We'll see what kind of the dynamic pecking order sets out to be. You're talking sweep? I, oh, yeah, definitely sweep. I didn't know that's what we were, <laughs> we were implying, but yes. A very soft and gracious end to DJ Augustine's magic career.
0: Is there anything for Orlando you want to take a peep at, or it's just a... Uh, Wes
1: one-two might go off in garbage time, who knows?
0: Yeah. If if Jonathan Isaac was playing, I would actually yeah. have some fun with this series. I'd want to see it would be a lot more entertaining for sure. The Magic would have a really big front court if Isaac was playing. Pretty Isaac is already an all NBA level defender. They'd throw him at Giannis a lot. It would be fun to watch. Obviously, yeah. he's not playing. The Magic You'll see what Mark L. Fultz does. That's really the point of entry. We'll get to say. see Mo Bamba a lot, I would say, in garbage time. I think Mo Bamba left the bubble, actually. Did he? I believe so.
1: Was did he get
0: too big, and they so say you can't have that much mass? Mo Bamba leaves NBA bubble for post coronavirus evaluation. Interesting. If, if yeah. you're
1: post the coronavirus, <laughs> shouldn't you be in the
0: bubble? I'm not fully sure what that means. Oh yeah, so Mo Bamba's out. He's missing the playoffs.
1: All right. Well, all I was going to say was, do you think how many over under do you think there's going to be more than two games where the whole fourth quarter is garbage time?
0: Uh, there's probably gonna be one competitive game.
1: That's why I was going to say, like, there's probably going to be at least two where, like, the whole fourth quarter is just garbage time. So Sam Obama's going to get to shine. But,
0: well, none of that. Yeah, I'm thinking sweep, two. The only thing I want to watch for in the series, not—I mean, I wouldn't say this is what I'm going to watch for—but I think something that should be maybe noted is I want to see Giannis, and it's going to sound really boring. I want to see Giannis get into a rhythm from the free throw line. Okay, you're telling me you want you want fast, and you want this just, game to
1: go longer. You want these games to be the longest you've ever seen.
0: I just think that Giannis
1: Giannis to take the ten seconds on each free throw too to just. see... Eat- just possible.
0: I just look at Giannis, and he hasn't been talked about a lot because he's been so great. He's been the MVP. His free throws aren't pretty; they're not pretty this year. I watched the game against, I believe Dallas. I, beat, I think he airballed three free throws. He airballed three. Okay. If the Bucks are going to win the title, which they're capable of, then Giannis needs to be confident from the fra- foul line. He needs to. I don't see from the foul way line. It, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they can win if he's going to be a, a sub sixty percent free throw shooter, which is what he was in the, in the playoffs last year. Yeah, and no, you're right. I, mean, I don't think there's he's a lot. White Howard
1: championship. So we'll see. Like a lot of more like nitpicky things like that are going to pop up. It was kind of like knowing that everyone knows they're not going to pull it out because they weren't that serious of contenders.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's Dwight Howard or Shaq where he's not capable. We've seen years where he shot 70 plus percent. And I think free throw shooting more than any other kind of shooting is a rhythm thing. You know, in these games especially, if he can get into a rhythm and feel a little more confident, I don't know, it sounds boring, but I just think it's really something to look out for. He needs to be able to make 70% of his free throws this, this playoff. Speaking so. of boring, we on this one topic. Let's move on. Fair. Let's go do another boring series. Raptors Nets. Yeah.
1: I feel like this could be a quick one. Nobody's on it. Maybe take the money line on one Nets game when you're feeling
0: frisky, and it's probably a four-game sweep, maybe five. Yeah, I'm going sweep with this one as well. I think the Nets are going to struggle mightily on offense. But Karis Levert will get his touches. I can respect that. Karis Levert looked amazing in that heavily Blazer game. Yeah, just got so More much fast. attention. Yeah. I don't think Nets Blazers will ever get that much attention. But yeah. he showed out. He showed out for sure. The Nets, they don't have the firepower to contend with the Raptors honky wonky defense where they're playing diamonds and two three twos and you know, traps, full court press, whatever they want to do. Nets are gonna be thrown out of whack. Christiosa, I like the story. It ain't happening. Chris
1: Chioza's got a good good guy's story. To be fair, Jacques Vaughn is playing checkers. Nick Nurse is playing chess. Yeah, shout
0: it's out Jacques It's a different Vaughn.
1: league. Jacques shout Vaughn, Jacques good Vaughn. guy. But, I mean, he's been given 18 Nick Nurse has got, like, king.
0: i yes. It's just wild card, you know? Just Yeah, I'm going Raptors in four. Yeah. All right, next. This series, I think we could probably all agree would have been the most interesting series in the NBA playoffs until an untimely injury of Beantown Philly boys. Beantown Philly boys. Ben Simmons goes down. He's out for indefinite amount of time. Definitely this playoffs. I mean, definitely this series, Boston Philly. What's your pick? What are you looking for? I still think it's going to be interesting, but
1: I I think less. I think it's going to be Joel Embiid's probably going to dominate a few games because the Celtics interior is weak, but luckily for the Celtics, this is probably the worst like interior problem. They're going to have straight up because Giannis, I mean, where he's not in the post, just banging the whole time. This is probably one of the worst, unless they actually get to the finals and they play AD, this is going to be the worst, like post up big man. They're going to have to face
0: for the entirety of their playoffs. Yeah. I still am very interested in the series and eh. the, the I'll say this: Whenever the underdog has the best player in the series, I, I think you should take note. Okay, now that's a fair point. Does that does that mean that that team is going to win? No, but any time no. that the underdog is the best player in the series,
1: you I can't But out.
0: Yeah, but I think we've seen it. LeBron James. Okay, but what? And he doesn't win the series. But look at what happened in the twenty eighteen finals. That game one. And LeBron James is not... Joel B is not LeBron James. I'm not trying to get that.
1: But Yeah, no, I'm just, just going gonna to yeah. dive into that on a little, a little psychological level for you, but we'll, we'll get past it.
0: I'm just saying, when you have the best player... Another example. New Orleans Pelicans 2018 or 2017-2018 when they swept the Blazers, okay? underdog right. have the best player in the series. I'm not saying that's the sole reason that they won the series is because they had Anthony Davis, but anytime you, the underdog has the best player... I think there's there's reason for intrigue, and Jason Tatum is great, but I think Joel Embiid is a better play over player overall. Yeah, there's there's no debate
1: in that. I agree.
0: And the Celtics are going to have their hands full. They're going to have their hands full. They're yeah. Boston's a much better team. Ben Simmons is a huge loss, not only because he does all kinds of things on offense, but that's their best perimeter defender. I yeah, know was, I know Thibault's nice, but
1: he's ben too Simmons busy vlogging now. He's busy.
0: He, he is distracted. Busy. And he's he's gonna he's gonna be really busy trying to chase Jason Tatum all over the floor. Yeah, that won't that be probably, a fun time. That probably would have been Ben Simmons' assignment.
1: Yeah, I think the whole like the really the Philly experiment right now could be really hit or miss because I was telling you about this before. Like the thing with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid not being on the court together is it seems like the team is so much better. Not that they are better off without one or the other. It's just that there's so much more direction. Because you can really just supply, whether it's Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, just four other shooters. And then you can kind of either put Ben Simmons up at the top and he can drive and kick, or you put Joel Embiid in the post and then he can just try to score, kick it out through a shooter. So and I think when they're together, just since they're both so not versatile in the three-point um, spectrum, if you will, it's just the game is so much easier for them when they don't have that kind of lagging partner
0: oh let's not get twisted there are i'm sure people in circles around the league that look at this team and they don't have the depth but just from the 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 standpoint of mb minus simmons and they they might be a little more scared they they really might be i don't agree with that because I, i think simmons is just too talented he does so many things on the floor that you can't account for without him but yeah there's some things on there's some things that the Sixers are able to do when it's just Simmons.
1: Toby's got to oh, yeah. step it up, just though. Embiid.
0: That I think you know they wouldn't be able to do with, with uh, both of them. So, yeah, agreed. I'm gonna pick Boston in five. I think it could be Boston six, but I'm going Boston in five. I don't think Philly's gonna be able to run the, uh, st- with the Celtics around the court. There's too much offense. Boston's clicking. They're playing like the best team in the bubble, honestly. I think they. For the sake coaching. of not copying you, I'll take Boston at six. Fair. I think it's going to be a good series, though, and I'm still very I'll, interested. That
1: would be one to tune into, especially yeah. with the past two just being talked about. it's a world's more entertaining. For sure. Speaking of, we got the most entertaining of the East.
0: Miami. 4-5, A-B. Miami, Indiana, definitely. Can you remind me where
1: that beef came from? I don't even understand. I don't fabricate where the beef began. TJ and Jimmy? Yeah, like, what's going on? I don't know. Jimmy it's... can't be dropping Michelob Ultra commercials, singing happy to go to the bubble, and then two minutes later, calling out TJ Warren on Instagram. I don't know. It started some obscure regular season game. Fair enough. Well, it's, it's a storyline. I don't think it'll be that close to a series, but it'll be a storyline for the sake of
0: Yeah, I think Miami is a team that has really found themselves as of late. They are committed. bubble works wonders. They're com- they're committed to the style they play. They have a lot of shooting. They shoot a lot of threes. Jimmy is their de facto point guard essentially. He has no desire to be the go-to scorer. He's essentially he's... a better Marcus Smart or...
1: and just does dirty work. And he's an all star. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, he, he shout out to Jimmy. He runs. The, he runs the game. He he manages the game. But you're never going to see Jimmy come into the games with the with this Heat squad as, you know, I got to get mine. I got to score it for us to win this game. That's not how Miami's going to play. They move the ball a lot. They have pretty deep rotations, and it's beautiful, a lot it's selfless, of, a lot of shooting, and they've also he's really a man for others. And Bam at and Bam at center is also something that I think they've just kind of embraced. Nate, who would you rather in the trenches? Jimmy Butler or Dwight Howard? I don't want Dwight Howard anywhere near my trench. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is not on a skill-wise, just just loyalty to, to the brand, to the commitment. Yeah. He's in it. He buys in. He'll he – bought- you, I, he'll if you, if you're saying your back's sore, he'll start. he'll just snatch on and say where where you want me to go.
0: Fair, fair, but you know I, what I'm saying I don't I don't. I don't do want you me. even know what I'm saying? I kind of know what you're saying. I don't think I want Dwight Howard in my trench though. Fair enough. All
1: I'm saying is Jimmy Butler's in the trench. He's
0: committed. He definitely is in the trench for the
1: game. What do you see? Tyler was like dang, like my shoulders are like sore. Like I put too many shots of Jimmy Butler's up there, massaging. Instantly. Getting the knots out. He's a man for others. He's for the squad. Yeah. What do you see with the pick? Anyway, shout out Jimmy Butler.
0: Do you see anything with Indiana of interest?
1: Mm, Not really. I mean, Oladipo... How much time playing time does Oladipo get right now? Because, I mean, obviously he's still working back in. But missing Sabonis is just terrible. Like... They stood a very solid chance of probably playing into the next round or two if they were really caught a hot streak with their team full strength. But now it's just like,
0: poof. yeah, old Depot, hes playing big time minutes now. He's back. Okay, I guess there were—I yeah.
1: mean, there were really no Pacers games on like TV during like the bubble regular season.
0: I mean, he managed to get up twenty-six shots against the Rockets, really, and score sixteen points. I don't think—I <sighs> don't think that's good. No, really. <laughs> Just got to get those reps in. Yeah, th- I don't know. Indiana just seems like a team that's kind of still working stuff out. The bubble has not really been too smooth for them. They're working all depot back still. Miles Turner. This was kind of been an opportunity for him to really step up. has not that much? We'll we'll see how he does in the playoff series. But as of does now, Miles
1: Turner look like a guy that's going to turn
0: it on for the playoffs. No, he doesn't. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Did I get that mistaken? <laughs> Miles Turner's going to flip the switch. You heard it here first.
0: Uh, he, this was an opportunity <laughs> for Miles Turner, and it's just same old Miles Turner. He's shooting a lot of threes. He's not going to foul line a whole lot. He's getting his rebound numbers are okay. You know, we'll see. But yeah, I think the Heat are definitely a better team, more complete team, more ready at this point. I'm taking Miami in six.
1: Yeah, I'd probably take Miami in five five wow it's gonna be quick it's gonna be a, i mean if, pay, if the pacers aren't barn burning
0: then it's gonna be a quick out fair enough all right so we've agreed the on... offense
1: isn't flowing then just...
0: all right we on move on to the west team. right yeah onto the west we've agreed on every single outcome so far i have a feeling it's going to change in the west we'll see though maybe it won't right, it might it
1: might not let's start i the feel top... like a lot of
0: it is kind of yeah okay Start at the top the most ridiculously hyped 1-8 matchup is it that ridiculously that hyped you...
1: it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty hyped i would say for just reason
0: i uh, will talk about that i think it's a little i think it's getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> what do you mean
1: we'll talk about it we're talking about it right now this is this would be the time to
0: talk about it. i'm just no uh, no yeah we're talking <laughs> about it but do i want to talk about the i could go on a tangent i just think the way the NBA media is hand, handling the series please
1: please use your
0: platform I understand that they want people to watch it, and it's LeBron, it's Dame Lillard, it's AD, it's the Lakers. I get it, but I just think they're not doing justice to these other great series that they have, the way they're talking about the series, because I I don't think it's going to be that competitive. I think it's ridiculous that people... Really? I think it's ludicrous. People are taking the Blazers. Oh, I I
1: agree with that, but I I don't think it's really blown out of proportion, because... I honestly do think the Blazers are interesting. And I don't say they have a good chance of beating the Lakers, but I think there's almost a guarantee that they'll make it interesting.
0: I think it's five games, and I don't think it's that competitive. I think it's a hard-fought six with a cap. Technically, there always
1: is a cap, but a cap on seven. I would be shocked to go on seven. Would you like to? Would you like to put some kind of wager down? I mean, last one you just did not hold up to. But
0: <laughs> we'll enter my bracket challenge. Then we'll talk.
1: <sighs> your bracket challenge is—it's my pocket. I got—I don't got money like that. We
0: just won twenty bucks last night.
1: <laughs> you won ten. Andrew. You won ten. <laughs> You're uh, yeah. But you said like we're gonna do it for the fun of the sport. I was like, all right, I'm a bad. It sounds fun. And then we get in that group chat and all your like. All- like, all right, so it's, like, 40 for the winner, 20 for the second, 10 for throws. Like, jeez, like, chance of me getting a better bracket than half of these people when all of us is going to be practically the same. It's just for bragging rights.
0: Whatever. Can, can I explain why Portland – Yes, yeah, no, basically... sorry. Go ahead. All right. We've seen Portland play all of these high-stakes games recently, you know, against – we saw against the Nets, and then we saw the Grizzlies – We recently saw a game against the Clippers where Dame Lillard missed those couple of free throws at the end. It's the same thing every game. It's a shootout. It's Dame Lillard playing hero. It's never Portland being able to run away with a game. And they don't play good defense, Phil. No, I agree. It's, it's, It's a barn burner both ways. Who is guarding LeBron James? Melo, I mean surprise, come on. like listen, surprise I,
1: arrival from Nasir Little.
0: I like a lot about the Blazers. I think Dame, I think Dame Lillard is a superstar, top, t- eight, top, top eight to eleven player in the NBA. I think Yusuf Nurkic is incredibly underrated. He's an All Star level talent. CJ, another All Star level talent. But I mean the depth also enough. hurt. Fractured back. Let's not forget that. That too, yes, but the doesn't depth help is, them, Yes, the depth is not there. The depth is not agreed. There. Could you winning... say it
1: is there for the Lakers though? Not, not really trying to stir anything up. Just devil's advocate.
0: I think the Laker. I think the Lakers have not been very good in the bubble. I, I think the Lakers have far superior talent to the Blazers, and I think they have far more of a defensive and offensive identity.
1: Right, but you were talking about their bench. Like, do you really think the Lakers have that much better of a bench than Portland? Because I think they're both pretty. Negative, all around, You know,
0: neither of them are really helping. The Lakers, the, the I don't think the guard mismatch is as much as the wing mismatch. Yeah, Damian Lillard's gonna Damian Lillard's gonna score a lot of points, but I think KCP on Dame Lillard, and I understand it's not just one on one. There's gonna be switches, all that. He's gonna score in transition, yeah. but. I think they have more on than, than the than the Blazers have for LeBron James. I know LeBron hasn't played the best; he's looked a little rusty. He's not shooting the ball great. But I'm not worried about that. that. Did it look like I was worried about that? I how is this like how I, you're not taking Portland to win? But how are, how is Portland going to beat the Lakers in a seven game series? I mean, like, I don't what really does, understand what, what why people like? see that. Tell me what that. I, looks like. Tell me what that looks it
1: like. It would be Whiteside and Nurkic bad boy pistoning LeBron and AD in the paint. Every I time guess. they got to kick it out for a Danny Green three, and every time you know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's, that's about, know. like, that's the only best-case scenario for the Blazers. Yeah. Other than that, I, it's kind of kiss. I don't know, man. I don't see it. But I mean, they got the bigs realistically. They can't stay with Anthony Davis, but they're big enough to make it harder for him at the rim. You know? There's yeah. no other – opposition that Lakers are going to face until they get to the Clippers, kind of, because they're going to play the Rockets next, where P.J. Tucker is a chubby center. Oh, so you're skipping ahead to the Rockets. Okay, all right. Well, think about it. I mean, all right, yeah, no, we have a oh, spoiler alert. My bad.
0: <laughs> well, all right. Listen, I'm still going to – I'm really excited to watch the series. I'm happy it's Portland and not Memphis, but – Agreed. At the same Wish time – Wish it was
1: Phoenix, but
0: – I don't know. I, th- I think it's being overblown. Time will Would tell. you have preferred Phoenix? Would that have been more entertaining to no, you? No, this is the best case scenario. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited right. for the series. You seem a excited. little persnickety. I just think it does a disservice to the next series we're going to talk about, which I am more excited for.
1: I actually am excited for this after learning about a lot of uh, absences early on, apparently. With the, okay. With the, you know,
0: the next one. No spoilers this time. See, so I'm holding back. So you're going Portland in six, just to be clear. What? I'm going Lakers and six. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I misspoke. Lakers in six. So <laughs> right, don't you yeah, don't let the fake let the fake news get to you. All right. You're going Lakers in six. I'm going Lakers and five. Let's go to the next series, which I think is Could be interesting. One of the most exciting series. All these West series are pretty are pretty nice. Agreed. Clippers Clippers Mavs. A lot of star power here. I always like Watching young stars when they get their first taste of playoff level basketball, we kind of saw it with John Morant yesterday, where he's this young player and he's he had a great regular season, and then he gets this playoff level game and he he rose to the occasion. Sometimes they don't. He was getting know? after it. Yes, yeah, sometimes sometimes
1: they, they don't know what they're what to expect. But I mean, John Morant did
0: very good. Yeah, John Morant had a great game. But I can't wait to watch Luka and Porzingis. Uh, Porzingis yeah, two two guys <laughs> who you know obviously have. a Extremely bright future, but they haven't gotten this type of intensity in terms of. If only of... Porzingis was in a bigger
1: market. If only, right?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, Clippers, Mavs, what's your pick? What are you looking for?
1: You want me to pick first, or what am I looking for? A little suspension?
0: Preface it with the pick.
1: Fair enough. Uh, I'm going Clippers. Uh, it's, I don't think it's going to be that interesting, to be honest. I think the first few games might be kind of a facade. Because Trez isn't playing. Shamit's hurt for at least a game or two, I think. And then Patrick Beverly's still out. So, I mean, Luca may go off. And I think some of them might go down to the best. And in that chance. I mean, Luka's definitely – the Mavericks are definitely going to sneak one. If Tim Hardaway and Trey Burke are hot, especially Seth Curry too, they could sneak one. But I really think it's just Clippers in five.
0: Yeah, I'm going Clippers in five as well. Okay, uh... then why were you hyping this up like some godly matchup? I'm not saying it's a godly matchup. I'm just excited. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot to watch. You got Luka Doncic, Porzingis, and then I, I I think I think this is gonna be more competitive than Lakers Blazers. I'll say that much. Uh, I would. Uh, I disagree on that. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that one out. More the Montrez now. thing is interesting because he's eligible for Game One, but he's said that his role is unclear. It's not exactly been made public what's gonna happen i mean he has been away from the team for how long i wouldn't be shocked if doc doesn't play him. so yeah
1: no i don't think doc is gonna have a problem not playing him you know like yeah there's not gonna be a point where it's like shit we should have played montrez for like five minutes in the third yeah we really could have used that that bulldog on porzingis yeah no yeah i
0: don't want to make it seem like i think there's going to be a a seven game series, but I think there's a lot of a lot of characters that I'm interested in seeing. I like I'd love to see a Kawhi Luca matchup where Kawhi blocks up Luca on a couple occasions. Again, it's not just one on one. I feel like people like to really generalize with those matchups, like it's just them versus. Right.
1: But but I mean, there will be very there will be probably a few samples of what it will be like, and it'll be fun to watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then just seeing this, this Clippers team continue to get into shape. You know, I've said from day one, I think the title, they're, they're my title team, they're still my title team. But they got things to work out. And just watching Kawhi, Paul George get that rhythm. And also defensively, because Clippers have a ton of talent defensively, but we've, we've seen them get lit up. We've seen them get a little lazy, not have great communication. They don't have superb rim protection. They do not have
1: good – they do not have good – communication, and yes, you're right. That's why I was saying with the Lakers, like, they really aren't going to face anybody till maybe Trez in the Clippers in the
0: Western Conference Finals, you know? Yeah. So... If that's even how it shakes out, okay? I think this is a good litmus test, kind of, for the Clippers of how to deal with an explosive offensive team, how to keep them from the rim. Porzingis, not exactly a post player, but how will he do on the boards? Will they have problems with him? Because rebounding also not their strong suit per se. And we've seen in those Lakers matchups in the regular season, there were spans where the Lakers kind of kind big bigboard them down low. And that can lead to stretches where they get, you know, kind of stuck in the mud because the longer that ball stays down, the paint, offensive rebounds, you can't get out and run. It's just – it takes away from their explosive off- offensive game. So I think this will be a yeah. good test for them. Yeah. Thoughts on a KPPG matchup?
1: KPPG is that the matchup? It could be a matchup at some point.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to watch I, KP.
1: I mean, you think KPPG. Porzingis is hot? They're not gonna. They're gonna be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know who would even be guarding him. Uh, Patrick Patterson.
0: No, it's a good point. It's a good point because they, there really isn't a clear matchup. Obviously, Porzingis likes to roam around the the arc a lot, but you get him in that kind of that mid range post and it's tough. He can shoot over you. They probably will throw PG at him. Will his former
1: teammate Joaquim Noah be
0: trifling him in the post? I don't know. Joakim's been – the Joakim experiment might be dwindling. He might just be like, – uh, he might just be – I think he's just saving up all – He's the a Laker killer? That LeBron – <laughs> like, They should have just taken Lance Stevenson. Honestly, that would have been better. The dude does not like LeBron. He just doesn't. He also doesn't like shooting the ball with a hand.
1: Also he needs true. two babies on
0: that. Also true.
1: All right. Next. Three, Thank six, you. Next.
0: Three six. Another really good matchup, I think. Eh. I think it's a good matchup.
1: How long is Conley gonna be out for it? And then I will agree or disagree with you.
0: Conley, it is unclear. He has to
1: Exactly. He's got a baby.
0: And Will Barn and Gary Harris both out for the first game. That is confirmed. So both yeah, that's just two... one game. Yeah, I know. But both these teams a little thin. It's
1: eh, I I'd say Utah Jazz thin compared to the deep Denver Nuggets thin is a very different ball game.
0: Fair point, fair point. The Jazz in the bubble has been up and down. They're not the same team they used to be. They're not that defensive, gritty team that we're kind of used to. That that's how they kind of got success in the playoffs. It, yeah, they slug on you. It's more of an offensive team now. They shoot a lot of corner threes. Donovan Mitchell, he's
1: he had- just does whatever he does whatever he's he can.
0: Yeah, he's an extremely dynamic player. They lean on him a lot, Obviously for better or
1: worse. Because I mean, at some point he's gonna, you know, and they don't—they're not—they're gonna be like, okay, fine, Rudy Gobert in the post, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's probably not what you want to do. No, nah. but maybe jingles a little ISO jingles. I still think this is gonna be a good series, though. I have I have Denver in seven. I think Denver in is, seven. I had Denver in seven.
1: I think it's gonna be Denver in like
0: five. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. We saw these. We saw these teams go at it. It went to double overtime. Maybe I'm being a little too bullish. But Yeah, but I
1: mean, like towards the end of the season, like bubble season, like it was really just Mitchell playing hero ball, and it worked. But I mean, it's not gonna work forever. Yeah. It could stop working tomorrow. You know.
0: We'll see with the, the Nuggets. They I, I like their talent a lot. Michael Porter Jr. has been really fun to watch. He's going to start Game One, which I'm excited for. But they have improved it to me in the playoffs these last couple of years, and this, just last year. And to be fair, they're young, and, but yeah, oh, they're young and, and they're still young. So yeah, and maybe fair. Maybe I'm not being reactionary enough to the bubble, but I just think J- the Jazz a little more seasoned. Gobert is still going to give them issues. He's Gobert hasn't been as effective in the bubble as we've seen him in the past, but I think Donovan Mitchell is most dynamic player in the series.
1: You think Donovan Mitchell is the most dynamic in the series? No love for
0: Nikola Jokic. Jokic is probably the best player, but he's not. I don't think he's going to take over games. When the best
1: player when the best player therefore be so dynamically inclined
0: eh, i don't know maybe i'm being maybe i'm talking semantics
1: i, I i'm gonna make a... speaking of, i do have another thing going off of what you were saying how how much do you believe in the bubble charisma the bubble lore like the way people play in the bubble will it really be what it is
0: well i think i think so i think so It's uh, obviously it's different. There's no fans, but I think there's still very real pressure. I think it's very real stakes as a fan. What else can you think? You know, we're going to, we're going to drive ourselves crazy and maybe we'll see what happens in these, these playoffs if something kind of fluky happens, but I I don't think so. All
1: right. Well, I don't think so either. It just sounds like you're talking about with the bubble before. I was like, might as well ask because a lot of people are thinking like, I mean, Basically, in the scheme of like fans, it's definitely different. In the scheme of like, no one has their family around, or they're in like a room by themselves. All they can hang out with, like, the only person Zion could hang out with is Sleepy Dog or Z- or Lonzo. You know, like, yeah. who's LeBron gonna hang out with when ads like on a phone call? He's wh- was he gonna post up with KCP or Danny Green?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. the t- the-, the-, the championship celebration will be interesting. <laughs>
1: I'll say that much. Yeah, I mean, it sucked for the for the one guy. Some fans I, are coming though. What?
0: They're not fans. Not fans. I shouldn't say family. family. Yeah, they're like guests. There's what be was
1: people. it? What was the name for it?
0: Well, that well that was something different. The, oh, that was.
1: I thought it was like close, long term related personal friends, something like that. You
0: know. I think the further they go, the more people that are going to be allowed to come, but.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, because a lot of stuff is going to open up more. I mean, it's just going to suck when it's, like, if it's, for say, the Lakers and the Bucks in the finals, and it's like the Lakers and the Bucks are the only ones left in the, the hotel play their game. Game seven, like, Bucks win just to, just to spice it up. Lakers got to walk home while Giannis is, like, walking around the hallways of the hotel just popping champagne. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, let's talk. Let's talk MPJ for one second, Phil. No Bobo? I don't want to talk about Bobo.
1: The clear oh. superior prospect? I want to talk about MPJ. No Kevin Max?
0: Again, the clear superior prospect? No. <laughs> All right, fine. Do you think that, because we, we didn't get to talk about what was happening in the bubble outside of the playoffs, and yes, we're talking about the, the, the playoff preview, but... MPJ, I think, has been the most intriguing player thus far. How – like, do you think this is it? Do you think this was the statement for him in terms of we knew we knew the talent coming in, obviously we'll still see with the health, but are you sold? Are you 100% sold on the talent? Uh, I mean, he was – he
1: looked as good of an NBA player as he did, like – People saw him in high school. They're like, wow, he's going to be a bucket in the league, which he is. What I think is going to be more of a question mark is like where he improves, like ball handling, facilitating. Can he be like an actual go-to guy that'll get you a bucket or like make a smart play? Mm -hmm. And then if that's even the case on top of that, you got to worry about if he's able to reach that level or even if he's there, what kind of injuries is he going to have to deal with if that's even a thing, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of different, There's a lot of different timelines, a lot of different dimensions that MPJ uh,
0: career could go down, and let's hope we're in a cool one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. He's extremely fun to watch. I think he's a great fit with that team. They were kind of missing that wing prospect, and they got him. Would have
1: been a better fit in the bright lights of the big C.
0: He might have been. He might have been. So He probably would have just had a fucked up back still. You're saying Denver in five? Yeah, I really don't think it's going to be that interesting,
1: if you will, because who's going to guard if Jokic is getting stopped by Gobert and Murray's uh, on by Mitchell, who's going to stop like MPJ, Paul Millsap, you know, when Will Barton comes back, like those guys are going to be able to either get a bucket or still create for the team. Fair enough. Those guys are a lot more of a problem than Utah's Jingles, Jordan Clarkson.
0: These are still two teams with question marks, and maybe I'm um, not being high enough on the on Denver, but I think still thinking. Be, I still think this will be competitive, and I'm yeah, going it'll Denver. be
1: competitive. I just don't
0: series wise it'll be. Competitive. I think the games will be good. Fair, let's pivot to I think the Houston, best OKC. Okay, I think this is the, the single most intriguing series, and it's a little. It's a little annoying that Russell Westbrook is out for an undetermined amount of time, but Rockets Thunder, a lot to digest here, a lot of a lot of cool characters. What's your pick and take close? Not yeah, me. a lot of a lot of fun yeah. narratives. Yes.
1: So do we have any estimate of how long Westbrook's gonna be out
0: for? Like any clue. It's tough because I don't think it's been diagnosed per se. It's confirmed he's gonna miss game one. He has a quad injury, okay. and that's about all we know. Mm.
1: I hope they don't like rush him back to the point where it's just like he, he go like they rush him back second game, and then just by the second series, if
0: they get that far, it's just he's out. Yeah, like you know, with KD, it was just like. How much does that affect your pick or what you think of this series? It makes a huge difference, honestly, because if Houston's going
1: to do what they're doing, they're going to go frontal of offense. And what they're doing is they go full-throttle offense. It's Westbrook on Harden, Westbrook Harden, Westbrook Harden. Yeah. And now if you just have Harden, like Harden, Austin Rivers, Harden, P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, Tucker, Austin Rivers.
0: Yeah, you you definitely bring up a good point. That is the most concerning thing. I think when Harden's on the floor, they're going to do Harden things. It's going to be yeah. – Harden is the best player in the series. It's not close, and he's going to be mm-hmm. – the Thunder are going to sick Lugens' door on him. They're going to sick. Oh, Lugens. I love the man. Oh, he's a tank. But it's it's, it's James Harden. Different. And there is no singular answer to James Harden. The offense is going to be, I think, fine when he's on the court. It's those non hardened yeah. minutes that are scary. Because. Exactly. The, they don't play without Harden or Westbrook. That's just not. Yeah. That's just not part of their rotational scheme at all. And so if you get back scary. Westbrook,
1: whenever you get him back what level, what degree of Westbrook are you getting back? Like, if you're not getting back full throttle from the get-go, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're getting Westbrook, I need to rev into it for, like, two games, see how I'm feeling, and then re-diagnose. That could honestly just be the kiss of death. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul will just lick his lips.
0: Yeah. From the Oklahoma City standpoint, it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with their rotations. They... Play very differently from the Rockets. They shoot a good amount of mid ranges. They play pretty slow. And Stephen Adams is a big part of their team, obviously. But I think people like jump to when they look at the Rockets, the other team's big man and how he's going to do. And will he be able to take advantage of Houston? And I, I think we should slow down with that because. You don't think Stamen can take control of uh, Houston? I think he could, but maybe. It could go the other way, and it could get difficult to play him at times. I honestly do think that. The Thunder, despite Stephen Adams being Stephen Adams and just a bully down low, David. they're not a good offensive rebound team. I They they rank in the bottom five offensive rebounding. And the Rockets, we know what they're going to do. They're going to spread you out five. And is Stephen Adams going to be comfortable chasing to the three-point line every single possession? Is he— is right, but most... I mean,
1: you take Stephen Adams out. Like, I would feel comfortable with Nerlens Noel picking up some guy from, from the three. I would also feel comfortable with their newly minted, not very small sample size Darius Bazley as their small ball center. I like. I'd
0: like to see Gallinari at center.
1: I also like. Yeah, if they like, because when they play small ball, they're still bigger than PJ Tucker. Because it's the only thing you got to worry about. Am I bigger than PJ Tucker? Yeah. Or Jeff Green, whoever's 6'7", whoever's the tallest guy.
0: And the Thunder are going to need a little more three-point shooting out there, I think. Yeah. They're going to need guys that will be able to answer some of the Rockets back and forth three-point game. And Chris Paul will have to be Chris Paul. He's going to have to be the catalyst. He's not going to get the switch mismatches that he would in other series. We know Chris Paul is so good at that. Hunting out inferior defenders and kind of taking advantage either with that... That lethal pull up, he's there's not. That's the thing with the Rockets. Is people like to say they're so switchy.
1: They're so, so switchy. Switch they
0: so switchy. It's a bunch. It's a bunch of thick six five boys. I love that though.
1: It's a two K, just I don't know, a dream. Like when I build a my team, it's all just glue guys, six five, big bodies.
0: Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting. Okay. <laughs> anyway, getting back to your <laughs> CP three lore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I, I think I think Shea Gilgis will have to do a lot of work in that regard because he's more of a bursty quick player than CP three is these days. Yeah. And he. we've even talked little... about Shay. Yeah, Shay Shay's gonna be awesome to watch. We got a taste of Shay in the playoffs last year and he played superb. So he was. He was, he did, and he will be. This will be taste two of Shay in the playoffs. I'm again, yeah, the, the Westbrook news is gonna change things, but I, I truly do think even if Westbrook doesn't play, the Rockets will win the series. And I'm kind of iffy on my pick right now of Rockets in six. I, I think it could be less if Westbrook plays more. I could see Rockets in five. I just think that they have too much on offense. And defensively, they will be able to do more than most people think. What do you think? What do you say? I, I think it's hard to make the decision.
1: Like, I get what you're saying with the Rockets. Like, regardless of Westbrook's not there or not, their defense still stands as it is, and it'll be hard to maintain. But I think, like, if Westbrook's not there for however long the series goes, if he's not there for half the games, then it'll be, it'll definitely be the Thunder. You think, I don't know how long it'll be. If it goes to, like, if it goes to six games and Westbrook plays two, I think the Thunder would probably get some kind of vice grip on him. Like, First game, I'd probably predict Rockets to win maybe the second, but the Thunder will like kind of figure out, you know? Fair. It's not that hard to figure out, not how to cover but how to fix their offense to get around their defense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope the Rockets win. That's my my pick. You heard it before.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. A Steven Adams-Andy Davis second-round matchup would just be pitiful. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah you Rock, other Rock, rockets.
0: Rockets like this, what people want to see, for sure. Any closing thoughts in the first round?
1: Um, not that, but I believe the NBA is rigged, so I hope the lottery will favor us this year because there's not a good amount of prospects, so they would give the Knicks the first pick. So then we stop bugging them about getting the first
0: pick. You see? yes, I like, yeah. the, I like I like the logic. I like the logic. So All right, that's, that's my two cents. Yeah, lottery on the twentieth. Live on the 20th. We will have our thoughts on that another time. Yes. All right. Well, that will cover that. First round starts tomorrow. We're excited to watch. Projected night. Oh, for sure. Super. Undoubtedly. My name is Nate with and my podcast, Phil. And that's Frosties over. for all. Thank you for listening. If you want to catch more of us, check us out on Twitter. At Hoop School Pod, listen to the podcast on all platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace, peace. That's where the Lakers kind of, kind of big board them down low, and that can lead to stretches where they get, you know, kind of stuck in the mud because the longer that ball stays down the paint, offensive rebounds, you can't get out and run. It's just it takes away from their explosive off- offensive game. So I think this will be a yeah. good test for them. Yeah, thoughts on a KPPG matchup? KPPG?
1: Is that the matchup? It could be a matchup at some point.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to watch KP. I'm
1: I mean, you think KPPG. Porzingis is hot? They're not going to – they're going to be like uh, – I don't know. I don't know who would even be guarding him. Uh, Patrick Patterson?
0: No, it's a good point. It's a good point because there really isn't a clear matchup. Obviously, Porzingis likes to roam around the the arc a lot. But you get him in that kind of that mid-range post, and it's tough. He can shoot over you. They probably will throw PG at him.
1: Will his former teammate Joakim Noah be
0: trifling him in the post? I don't know. Joakim's been – the Joakim experiment might be dwindling. He might just be – he might just be – I think he's just saving up all the – He's a Laker killer? That LeBron is
1: (laughs) my! They should have just taken Lance Stevenson. Honestly, that would have been
0: better. The dude does not like LeBron. He just doesn't. He also doesn't like shooting the ball with a hand.
1: He needs two babies on that.
0: Also true. All right, next. 3-6. Thank six, you, next. 3-6. Another really good matchup, I think. Eh. I think it's a good matchup.
1: How long is Conley going to be out for it? And then I will agree or disagree
0: with you. Conley, it is unclear. He has to... Exactly.
1: He's got a baby.
0: And Will Barn and Gary Harris both out for the first game. That is confirmed. So yeah, both that's just two... one game. Yeah, I know. But both these teams a little thin. It's,
1: eh, I, I'd say Utah Jazz thing compared to the deep Denver Nuggets thin is a very different
0: ball game. Fair point. Fair point. The Jazz in the bubble has been up and down. They're not the same team they used to be. They're not that defensive gritty team that we're kind of used to. That That's how they kind of got success in the playoffs. It, yeah, they slug on you. It's more of an offensive team now. They shoot a lot of corner threes. Donovan Mitchell, he's he
1: just to, does whatever he does whatever he can.
0: Yeah, he's an extremely dynamic player. They lean on him a lot, Obviously, for better or
1: worse. Because I mean, at some point he's gonna. You know, and they don't. They're not. They're gonna be like, okay, fine. Rudy Gobert in the post, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's probably not what you want to do. No, nah. but maybe jingles a little ISO jingles. I still think this is gonna be a good series, though. I have I have Denver in seven. I think Denver in is, seven. I had Denver in seven. I think it's gonna be Denver in like five. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. We saw these. We saw these teams go at it. It went to double overtime. Maybe I'm being a little too bullish. But... Yeah, but I
1: mean, like towards the end of the season, or, like bubble season, like it was really just Mitchell playing hero ball, and it worked. But I mean, it's not gonna work forever. Yeah. It could stop working tomorrow. You know.
0: We'll see. With the, the Nuggets, They I, I like their talent a lot. Michael Porter Jr. has been really fun to watch. He's going to start game one, which I'm excited for. But they have improved it to me in the playoffs these last couple of years. And this, just last year. And To be fair, they're young, and, but yeah. Oh, they're young, and, and they're still young. So Yeah, that's fair. Maybe I'm not being reactionary enough to the bubble, but I just think J- the Jazz, a little more seasoned. Gobert is still going to give them issues. He, he's Gobert hasn't been as effective in the bubble as we've seen him in the past, but I think Donovan Mitchell is the most dynamic player in the series.
1: You think Donovan Mitchell's the most dynamic
0: in the series? No love for Nikola Jokic. N- 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 Jokic is probably the best player, but he's not. I don't think he's going to take over games. When the best
1: like, player. When the best player therefore be so dynamically inclined?
0: Eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm being maybe I'm talking semantics.
1: I, I, I'm gonna make a speaking, of, I do have another thing going off of what you were saying. How how much do you believe in the bubble charisma, the bubble lore? Like the way people play in the bubble, will it really be what it is?
0: Well I think I think so. I think so. It's a... Uh... Obviously, it's different. There's no fans, but I think there's still very real pressure. I think yeah, it's very real stakes. As a fan, what else can you think? You know, we're gonna we're gonna, dra- we're gonna drive ourselves crazy, and maybe we'll see what happens in these these playoffs if something kind of fluky happens. But I, I don't think so. Right.
1: Well, I don't think so either. It just sounds like you are talking about with the bubble before. I was like, might as well ask because a lot of people are thinking. Like, I mean. Basically, in the scheme of like fans, it's definitely different. In the scheme of like, no one has their family around, or they're in like a room by themselves. All they can hang out with, like, the only person Zion could hang out with is Sleepy Dog or Z- or Lonzo. You know, like, yeah. who's LeBron gonna hang out with when ads like on a phone call? He's was he gonna post up with KCP or Danny Green?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. the t- the-, the-, the championship celebration will be interesting. <laughs> I'll
1: say that much. Yeah, I mean it sucked for the for the one guy. Some fans that's... are coming though. What?
0: They're not fans not fans. I shouldn't say family. family. Yeah, they're like guests. There's What be was people.
1: it? What was the name for it?
0: Well that well that was something different. The... Oh that was?
1: I thought it was like close long term related personal friends, something like that, you know?
0: I think the further they go the more people that are gonna be allowed to come.
1: But well, I mean, yeah, because a lot of stuff is going to open up more. I mean, it's just going to suck when it's like, if it's for say the Lakers and the Bucks in the finals, and it's like the Lakers and the Bucks are the only ones left in the the hotel, play their game, game seven, like Bucks win just to, just to spice it up. Lakers got to walk home while Giannis is like walking around the hallways of the hotel just popping champagne. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, let's talk. Let's talk MPJ for one second, Phil. No bubble. I don't want to talk about bubble. The clear superior prospect? I want to talk about MPJ. No Kevin Knox? Again, the clear superior prospect? No. <laughs> All right, fine. Do you think that, because we, d- we didn't get to talk about what was happening in the bubble outside of the playoffs, and yes, we're talking about the the, the playoff preview, but... MPJ, I think, has been the most intriguing player thus far. How – like, do you think this is it? Do you think this was the statement for him in terms of we knew we knew the talent coming in. Obviously, we'll still see with the health, but are you sold? Are you 100% sold in the talent? Uh, I mean, he was – he looked as
1: good of an NBA player as he did, like – people saw him in high school and they're like, wow, he's going to be a bucket in the league, which he is. What I think is going to be more of a question mark is like where he improves like ball handling, facilitating. Can he be like an actual go-to guy that'll get you a bucket or like make a smart play? Mm -hmm. And then if that's even the case on top of that, you got to worry about if he's able to reach that level or even if he's there, what kind of injuries is he going to have to deal with if that's even a thing, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different timelines, a lot of different dimensions that MPJ uh,
0: career could go down, and let's hope we're in a cool one. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. He's extremely fun to watch. I think he's a great fit with that team. They've, they were kind of missing that wing prospect, and they got him. Would have been a better fit in the bright lights of the big city. He might have been. He might have been. So you're yeah, He sa- probably would have just had a fuck up back still. You're saying Denver in five? Yeah, I really don't think it's going to be that
1: interesting, if you will, because who's going to guard if Jokic is getting stopped by Gobert and Murray's uh, on by Mitchell, who's going to stop like MPJ, Paul Millsap, you know, when Will Barton comes back, like those guys are going to be able to either get a bucket or still create for the team. Fair enough. Those guys are a lot more of a problem than Utah's, Jingles, Jordan Cloxton.
0: And These are still two teams with question marks, and maybe I'm um, not being high enough on the, on Denver, but I, think thinking? I still think this will be competitive. And yeah, it will be competitive. I just don't think series wise it will be competitive. I think the games will be good. Fair. Let's pivot to I think the Houston, best. Okay, see? I think this is the, the single most intriguing series, and it's a little. It's a little annoying that Russell Westbrook is out for an undetermined amount of time, but Rockets Thunder, a lot to digest here, a lot of, a lot of cool characters. What's your pick and take place? Yeah, Not a cool. lot of, lot of fun, fun narratives. Yes. So do we have any estimate of how long Westbrook's going to be out for? Like any clue? It's tough because I don't think it's been diagnosed per se. It's confirmed he's going to miss game one. He has a quad injury, okay. and that's about all we know. Mm.
1: I hope they don't like rush him back to the point where it's just like he, he go like they rush him back second game, and then just by the second series, if they get that
0: far, it's just he's out. Yeah, like you know, with KD, it was just like. How much does that affect your pick or what you think of this series? It makes a huge difference, honestly, because if Houston's going to do what they're
1: doing, they're going to go frontal of offense. And what they're doing is they go full-throttle offense. It's Westbrook on Harden, Westbrook Harden, Westbrook Harden. Yeah. And now if you just have Harden, like Harden, Austin Rivers, Harden, P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, Tucker, Austin Rivers.
0: Yeah, you, you definitely bring up a good point. That is the most concerning thing. I think when Harden's on the floor, they're going to do Harden things. It's going to be yeah. – Harden is the best player in the series. It's not close, and he's going to be mm-hmm. – the Thunder are gonna sick Lugens door on him. They're gonna sick Oh Lou Jens, I love the man. Oh, he's a tank, but it's it's, it's James Harden and there is no singular answer to James Harden. The offense is gonna be, I think, fine when he's on the court. It's those non harden minutes yeah. that are scary. Because Exactly the, they don't play without Harden or Westbrook. That's just not Yeah. That's just not part of their rotational scheme at all. And so if you get back scary. Westbrook whenever
1: you get him back what level, what degree of Westbrook are you getting back? Like, if you're not getting back full throttle from the get-go, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're getting Westbrook, I need to rev into it for, like, two games, see how I'm feeling, and then re-diagnose.
0: That could honestly just be the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul will just lick his lips. Yeah. From the Oklahoma City standpoint, it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with their rotations. They... Play very differently from the Rockets. They shoot a good amount of mid ranges. They play pretty slow, and Stephen Adams is a big part of their team. Obviously, but I think people like jump to when they look at the Rockets, the other team's big man, and how he's going to do, and will he be able to take advantage of Houston? And I, I think we should slow down with that because you don't think Stamen can take control of uh, Houston? I think he could, but maybe it could go the other way and it could get difficult to play him at times. I honestly do think that. The Thunder, despite Stephen Adams being Stephen Adams and just a bully down low, they're not a good offensive rebound team. I They they rank in the bottom five offensive rebounding. And the Rockets, we know what they're going to do. They're going to spread you out five. And is Stephen Adams going to be comfortable chasing to the three-point line every single possession? Is he is right, but most... I mean, you
1: take Stephen Adams out, like I would feel comfortable with Nerlens Noel picking up some guy from from the 3. I would also feel comfortable with their newly minted not very small sample size Darius Bazley as their small ball center. I like I'd like to see Gallinari at center. I also like yeah, if they like cuz when they play small ball, they're still bigger than PJ Tucker cuz it's the only thing you got to worry about. Am I bigger than PJ Tucker? Yeah. Or, or Jeff Green, whoever's 6'7", whoever's the tallest guy.
0: And the Thunder are going to need a little more three-point shooting out there, I think. Yeah. They're going to need guys that will be able to answer some of the Rockets back and forth three-point game. And Chris Paul will have to be Chris Paul. He's going to have to be the catalyst. He's not going to get the switch mismatches that he would in other series. We know Chris Paul is so good at that. Hunting out inferior yeah. defenders and kind of taking advantage either with that that lethal pull up, he's there's not. That's the thing with the Rockets. Is people like to say they're so switchy.
1: They're so, so switch- switchy. they
0: so switchy. It's a bunch. It's a bunch of thick six five boys. I love that though.
1: It's a two k, just I don't know, a dream. Like when I build a my team, it's all just glue guys, six five, big bodies.
0: Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting. Okay. <laughs> anyway, getting back to your <laughs> CP three lore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I, I, th- I think Shea Gilgis will have to do a lot of work in that regard because he's more of a bursty quick player than CP3 is these days. Yeah, and he we have even talked little... about Shay. Yeah, Shay's going to be awesome to watch. We got a taste of Shay in the playoffs last year, and he played superb. So he was. He was, he did, and he will be. This will be taste, two of Shay in the playoffs. I'm, again, yeah, the, the Westbrook news is going to change things, but I, I truly do think even if Westbrook doesn't play, the Rocks will win the series. And I'm kind of iffy on my pick right now of Rockets in six. I, I think it could be less if Westbrook plays more. I could see Rockets in five. I just think that they have too much on offense. And defensively, they will be able to do more than most people think. What do you think? What do you say? I, I think it's hard to make the decision.
1: Like, I get what you're saying with the Rockets. Like, regardless of Westbrook's not there or not, their defense still stands as it is, and it'll be hard to maintain. But I think, like, if Westbrook's not there for however long the series goes, if he's not there for half the games, then it'll be, it'll definitely be the Thunder. You think, I don't know how long it'll be. If it goes to, like, if it goes to six games and Westbrook plays two, I think the Thunder would probably get some kind of vice grip on him. Like, First game, I'd probably predict Rockets to win maybe the second, but the Thunder will, like, kind of figure out, you know. Fair. It's not that hard to figure out not how to cover but how to fix their offense to get around their defense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope the Rockets win. That's my my pick. You heard it before.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. A Steven Adams-Andy Davis second-round matchup would just be pitiful. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, yeah, Rockets, Rockets, Rockets Lakers is what people want to see, for sure. Any closing thoughts in the first round?
1: Um, Not that, but I believe the NBA is rigged, so I hope the lottery will favor us this year because there's not a good amount of prospects. So they would give the Knicks the first pick, so then we stop bugging them about getting the first pick.
0: That, see? Yes. I like, yeah. I, like, I like the logic. I like the logic.
1: So All right. that's
0: my two cents. Yeah, lottery on the 20th. Live on the 20th. We will have our thoughts on that another time. Yes. All right. Well, that will cover that. First round starts tomorrow. We're excited to watch Projected Night. Oh, for sure. Superb. Undoubtedly. My name is Nate with my podcast, Phil. And that's for all. Thank you for listening. If you want to catch more of us, check us out on Twitter. At Hoopschool Pod, listen to the podcast on all platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.